on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Get the AIE Con on your calendar. Pie for Moogle Treasure Trove. Mm, pie. The end of dragons is nigh. Or it might be nay if you're reading my typos. <laughs> Lost Ark is adding to the fun. Knights. And joining us to explain why he's responsible for half of the 70 million Guardian deaths in Destiny 2 is Marcus Guardian Down. Rip that guy, B814. All that and more and more and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 382 of the podcast celebrating you, the LAIE Octa S gaming community. The Die Has Been Podcast. I am Yukau. And to my virtual left, somewhere over there, there, is Bacala. Now in the same time zone? A slightly close? No, different time no. zone. We're farther away now. We're farther um, away. Two farther hours. Away. Hey, folks. There is a dark chocolate caramel brownie with a pretzel crust in the Guild Kitchen. And if you wait long enough, there'll also be lemon mousse. Mm-hmm. But if you wait, there won't be any pretzel crust. No. <laughs> and to her right, physically and virtually, is Tetsemi. I'm down to one spreadsheet. Ooh, oh. impressive. Oh, wow. Most impressive. It just has tons of tabs, right? No, yeah. it's sadly oh. just sad. My poor oh. Wow. I know. And this week, we are joined by special guest, Marcus, who is here to talk to us about AIE and Destiny 2. Welcome, Marcus. Hello. Thanks for having me. You guys excited to talk about killing the Witch Queen, growing the clan, and having some fun? Oh, and always. The thing is, I still, to this day, have never made a spreadsheet. How? <laughs> oh, so come visit, and Tet will actually give you... Well, actually, I could also do it. But he can give you a fun spreadsheet. I might not be an inventory one or a clothing one. It sounds like it would be a good, um, good for the uh, WinterCon and just yeah, have a, yeah. how, how to do a spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I, I'm surprised, <laughs> Marcus. You don't have one for all your inventory, or is it just all on a notepad? Like, I got eight, notepad. eight feet of this. Oh no, that, there's a mod for that. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking his real life workshop. <laughs> oh, real right, life right, right, yeah, right, 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 right. So I have two copies. One is handwritten. In the shop, one is handwritten in a safe deposit box just in case something ever happens. They say all the time that I should probably do it digitally, but <laughs> I just, it's just not me. Like, do it I, on a dock so then you can access it on a fo- on your phone. No. Yeah. It's a I mean, lot of stuff to write down. Yeah. They, have a, they have OCR stuff now with your phone that'll take a picture of your handwritten stuff and put it into a spreadsheet for you. So I use QuickBooks Online. Yeah. And Ooh. the reason why I pay for QuickBooks Online is that I can take a picture of the receipt when I go yep. to whatever store. I get the receipt. I take a picture of it and click material, food, whatever. Right. And it just and goes in. And then the accountant in. comes back and says, nice. Marcus, you spent $6,000 on food last year yep yeah he's paying for it marcus no how's <laughs> <was> 4500 <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. the accountant doesn't i but what she does like now is that i used to show up with shoe boxes full of receipts yeah. right now it's all digital so yeah. she actually likes me more. yeah <laughs> yep. 
Well, let's see what's been going on with everyone in that pesky RL. Um, I hear people like to go out and do it every now and then. Um, so we'll uh, we'll start with no whammies, uh, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. <laughs> it's it's going to be Bacala because you are alphabetically right there. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, ooh. Um, so our we went to the Ren Fair for the first time since 2019. Yeah, wow. which was, was lovely. That? Yeah, so our last Ren Fair trip was scheduled for our anniversary, um, March twenty second, twenty twenty. Uh, so clearly mm. that got canceled. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we made it to our first time out there. Um. It was Ted and I, um, our kiddo, their girlfriend, and our best friend. We had a delightful time. Um. Ate way too much. Saw our favorite shows. Did some much needed shopping. Um. All that good stuff. Um. We were all, of course, in it. Well, our best friend was not in garb because you have a closet full of garb, so don't wear it. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the rest of us did. Um, and I forgot how much work it is to get multiple people um, ready for a Ren Fair morning. I had <laughs> lost that timing. Yeah. Because, of course, uh, both kids came into my closet and said, hey, we need something to wear. Uh-huh. So I just then began throwing clothes at them to see what would fit, what would work with what they wanted. Um, so that was fun, um, which then meant that I had accounted for myself getting ready, Ooh. but not getting a 19 and a 21 year old ready. Yep. So, but we all got out there. We all looked great. We had a great time um, in dice rolling. Well, Earlier this week, it was definitely a um, week of, hey, guys, games been canceled. I mm. had two games canceled, like, in a row, um, which was very sad. Um, Star Wars Today was not canceled, luckily, um, which... So we're searching for Kyber crystals, and we had found information on a holocron uh, where there was some on this remote planet... We found information on two different planets. One, there was known dangerous species. It was a tropical planet. Like, yay, tropical planet. Boo, <laughs> dangerous creatures. All right, let's go for the other one, which was a nice, which was a very Hoth-like planet. Um, no information about anything of the environment. <laughs> spiders. Huge mother-effing Spiders. Baby spiders, medium-sized <laughs> spiders. Um, yeah, I am. Um, last week, I got a glare at my DM. Like, I'm down to three hit points out of nineteen, <laughs> and he's like, "Um, it's not. It's not like D and D based. It, it's a lot harder to, you know. You do. That's actually pretty, pretty powerful." And then he proceeded to hit me for ten more hit points. Oh no! So I'm at negative seven. Awesome. And I'm the medic. And the pilot that guy. And the well, yeah, <laughs> and the guy, primary yes. pilot. Luckily, we didn't have to make any thrilling heroics. Um, also, the more stim packs you use, the more the less effective healing is. And the only person that has bonuses to their healing is the medic. I really am starting to believe <laughs> the the person who runs the game because I know it's a dungeon master with D anD D, but I don't know what would you yeah. would you call him the a game master. The emperor of the game. <laughs> I, will, I, mean, I will pass that along to him. He'll love yes, that. Yes, that game master. He's trying to kill all of you all the time. <laughs> yes. No, mostly just me. 
Oh no! Like, well, because we, we play, we gave, we play together in another game, and I got really mouthy with this character one night, and then the next next game we play, and that's when I went down to negative fourteen. Um, like, dude, yes, I will never have a full beer before a game. I'm sorry. <laughs> Instead of a half beer. I'm good because I had a full beer, and then I got mouthy, and yeah, um, and then the next day, I'm pretty sure he tried to kill me. Yup. Um, and of course, the spiders were attracted to the force sensitives. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, three fifths of our party, which is yeah. why we were trying to find kyber crystals. Mm. Um, so that was a good time. Um, Call of Cthulhu. Um, I don't suggest ever being in um, September 1939 um, in Italy. Just saying. Not a not not fun. Um, not when you're trying to oh this one's snakes or this isn't spiders it's snakes (laughs) oh Um, snakes our good friend the nocton wolves which are the part of the nazi party that's trying to find the same artifacts our group's trying to find Mm -hmm. um they've uncovered a dig site and something they're dealing with people keep getting turned into snake creatures Mm. that's not good yeah, that's where we are right now. <laughs> um, also, Italy, nineteen thirty-nine is really, really lousy. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not especially a good place. as, especially when your character is female. Yep, mm. not a good idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was fun. So that's um about the about the extent of what I've been doing with dice. Just you know, stuff here and there. Um, I don't love Traveler so far. It's a very, very, very mathy game. Yes. Very math. I think that's why yeah. I liked it so much. Was there so much math so involved? So much math. It's like it's like Shadowrun. I know. It's like Shadowrun. It's so much math. And, um, come on, any game where you can die during character creation, you can no longer do that. But you can get a oh come on! Why would you take S- that no, out? No, no. no. Sj <laughs> literally started the game with like a um, what's it? A a, a uh, prosthetic limb. <laughs> so you can almost die. But yeah, SJ started was the closest to dying during character creation. But you could no longer die during character creation. Oh. Um, sorry, honey. I apologize. But you can almost die though. It's fine. Okay. Uh what else have I been up to? Oh, working really weird hours because I've been supporting our team in Kuala Lumpur. Ooh. Which they're lovely and brilliant and wonderful. But that also means that my shift with them starts at four o'clock in the evening. Yep. Oh, so my time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, but I'm, a, I'm a more than happy. I'm more than happy to start at four in the morning for Madrid. That's e- <laughs> way easier than starting. So I would have, so I, so I'll like, I'll work like six to 10 and then I'll take 10 to three thirty off and then I'll log back in and work in the evening. Yeah. With my Kuala Lumpur team. So that's what I've been doing. And, but that's done now and we'll see. <laughs> we'll probably have to do a few more sessions. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on over to alphabetically Marcus and see what he's been doing since the last... When did we last talk? Did we ever talk to you again? So you have to basically, like, recap everything ever no. to catch us up to... No. <laughs> this show's not that long. <laughs> I know, I know. Sold a house, bought another house, was relegated to the basement. Now I have a nice studio, and I um started playing Destiny 2 probably, like, four, four or five months ago casually and then really kicked it into high gear when i started reading about the witch queen expansion and everything that was coming to be and i started playing it and 
I'm a first person shooter guy. I love Call of Duty, mm-hmm. but it was always empty. It never had that plot full experience of an MMO because that's what I loved about Swotor is you have gear grinding and you have hard content, you have PVP and you have story stuff. So it's like, and this giant community around you all the time. And that's what we were talking about earlier is time zones were never a thing for me until I started playing an MMO. And then you start playing with the same people over and over and over again. Yep. And you realize, Oh, I'll see you at eight o'clock. And you're there at eight o'clock twiddling your thumbs going and you message them and go, Hey, it's eight o'clock. It's five o'clock. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's when now everywhere I go, even with my customers, I'm like, I'll be there at 11 a.m. Eastern. Yes. And they're like, Marcus, you live, we live right down the road from you. I'm like, it's no, no, it's, it's, it's time no. Um, it, yeah. You work in corporate America, like the three of us, everything yeah. you pick a time zone and everything's off that. And Max is always mm-hmm. wrong. Anyway, a <laughs> hundred. It, it could be worse. You could be working off a UTC instead. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, and, and then half the world goes on daylight savings time; the other half doesn't, and some only shift half an hour. I have a yeah, I have a customer no, that's they, like, they go, they go a week early. Yeah, yep. Or different. Yeah, there's a difference in a week. Yeah, I met somebody yesterday that next week they do daylight savings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. But that's way, my so team in, and that's my team in Madrid. Yeah, the European Union goes next week. Yep. So the um. Other thing is, so I started playing Destiny a lot. The clan is growing like crazy. We are, um, Duras, I was talking to him, and I said the magic words. I said, listen, if you're not playing it and you ever don't want to run the ship, um, just let me know, and I'll be happy to do it. I, think <laughs> oh I, didn't, no, yeah. I don't you, think it, I finished this sentence. And, yeah. was, and my phone uh-huh. got a notification on the app that says, you are now the clan founder. Good luck. Yeah, you made exactly. you made the mistake of speaking up in in this environment. That's yep. that's what happened. Yeah. You've been voluntold. Yeah. Do not. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you for auditioning. You've just been cast. Yep. Exactly. Yes. So, um, but it's been great. We've had a lot of growth in the clan. The chat seems to be going re- well. Um, so far we've been meeting Tuesday nights because that's their weekly reset night, mm. where they um. All of like the weekly quests that you can do to get better gear happens on Tuesday. So we've all been kind of meeting in the clan every Tuesday and it might become a thing. I don't really know. But other than that, just streaming working class nerds is awesome. Um, actually, we kind of stole a little bit of your thunder instead of just talking about SWOTOR in our AIE section. Every week we talk about a different games, mandatory fun night because awesome. the get the podcast has grown in a sense that. You know, there's so many different people that listen, so they may not play Swotor, but what if they play Lost Ark? Right. Or right. Final Fantasy 14. And it's really hard to talk about Final Fantasy 14 because I think there's like 12 different mandatory fun nights. In one <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, we know. We know. Wait a second. We're going to have to give the, we're going to have to give the rundown of mandatory fun nights and literally yeah. half of them are Final Fantasy. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm super excited for that because I'm going to copy and paste that into the notes. So then Select. we can just highlight which one. <laughs> We're exactly. going to talk about that week because the the guild uh, the guild plays so many games. Let's highlight one of them yep. and try to like generate more people to that game that week. But other than that, my kids are awesome. Family's awesome. I have my own space. And <laughs> uh, Tet, what have you been doing? 
<laughs> what I have been doing nice. is uh, I actually have been uh, muddling along in SOTOR. Just, you know, I took eight characters, blew through the story, you know, eight times because uh, it's short. Now, just there's no getting around it. It's short. You can get characters if they're already, you know, at the end of the last story. You can get them through fast. Um, got them all to three, you know, level eighty. Got them all to uh, three twenty gear, and so now I'm just kind of poking at what does this gear grind look like, and is it actually interesting? And it's it's not good. It's not bad, but it's not good either. Like I liked the randomness of getting gear in 6.0 where like even if you were at max level you could get a gear set piece pop out of a you know a, out of a conquest reward or something like that this is like i go do the activities go do a daily planet or something like that and open the box and it's like here here's the same piece of gear you're already wearing at the same gear level thanks i'm going to just just, uh, you know, I'm just going to uh, deconstruct it. Oh, wait, the currency I get for it, I'm already capped at. Um, something's off here. So I enjoy, I, like I said, I could see the potential. I think it needed more time in the oven because there's three currencies you're worried about. One for your um, artifact slots, which is like 6,500 tech frags. And then everything else uses the aquatic resource matrix and one other one, maybe for PvP. But your rate of getting them for what you do seems slow. Um, maybe if I was running operations or running PvP as opposed to just doing the dailies and the heroic missions, I'd see more. So again, maybe it's me playing casually. I don't know. We'll see. But I've been doing that. Um, but in more fun news, uh, I'd picked up some new server hardware and, uh, was getting all my lab instances for work off of it over to the new hardware, got that all set up. And then I had the old server and I'd promised my daughter, I said, Hey, when we, you know, when I get this cleared up, we're going to set up a Minecraft server. So I have spent the week, uh, week, weekend figuring out, uh, it's called application management panel, how to set up, um, different versions of Minecraft, um, how to do mod packs, how to do data uh, data packs, the whole thing. But now she's got her own server that she can, you know, run 24-7 and, you know, try out mods like, Dad, that didn't work. Okay, take it back, undo it, you know, do the next thing. So we're having a lot of fun with that. Um, that's been my main focus this week, so... What about I you would recommend if, if you haven't already tried it, try RL Craft. Okay. Um, it is a mod that makes Minecraft more like an RPG mm. and makes it more of a challenge. But like you're you're you level you level stuff up more. You like it's a little bit more more difficult to gather materials to make important stuff. And there's a lot more like random monsters and stuff like that. Like it, it definitely makes it more like an MMO. It's kind of interesting. Cool. But that, that's what I'm running on my Minecraft server right now, and it's it gives it a nice challenge. Nice. We will definitely have to try that because that's the nice thing is with the with the server, um, 
with AMP, I can basically spawn up instances and, and save them down and stuff like that. So, um, it's got a total of, um, well, with hyper threading, it's got like 32, yeah, 32 cores total on it. And then 64 gigs of RAM and a couple ter you know, like four terabytes of, of drive space. Cause it's an older, older system. So I just spin up instances, spin them down, spin, you know, so it's fun. I do remember it needs a lot of memory, so yeah. that's the only thing you'll have to make, keep an eye on. But oh yeah, no, but, I'm, uh, I'm running them typically with four gigs of four gigs of memory you, each, and they're you'll you'll need more. Smooth, <laughs> it's fine. Well, four is like the minimum I think for RLCraft, so you might need more. Okay, depending on how many people you want. But anyway, um, as far as me, um, real life world is not not much. Just kind of coasting. Um, seeing little bits of of weird activity in that that real life place. Um, actually, uh, took a uh, mini Mew to get a haircut yesterday. Oh, nice. wow. Yeah. Um, it was real fast in and out. It was surprising. I mean, you know, they're professionals. They're, they're not me in the backyard with <laughs> the scissors trying to cut. So right. it, it took them all of five minutes to, t to take care of that. And, uh, so yeah, nice. that was, that was nice. And, uh, went to a half price, Everyone wearing masks. So it, it was nice, but yeah, it's like, wow. Half price books is games. dangerous. Yes. Well, dangerous enough, Mrs. Mew uh, happily got some new books and then came home and realized she already had those books. So yep. <laughs> it happens, you know, it's just, it, look, it looks good. And it's like, oh, that looks like a great book. That's oh, amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, you own it. Yeah. Um, and then had some ramen, um, brought some ramen home. Ooh. Nice. So that's, that sounds like the it, best day ever. Well, yeah, it's, it's like after two years of being trapped at home and getting to do that, that was nice. I've never had ramen that's not like the 12 cent. So <laughs> you the are deal. so deprived. But the thing is, you can still, uh, that's what I use for ramen noodles when I make yes. ramen. Yes. Because that's the best thing to use is literally get the 25 cent, you know, pack package, but then you add your own broth and you add chicken and you add veggies yeah. and you add the spices. Little, the little spice package, just throw that away. Throw yeah. away. Make your own. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I start with, I'll start with like ginger and, garlic and in the bottom and then I'll saute but, that up and then pour the broth in then add a lot of veggies and yep. yeah there's oh, actually yeah. some really good YouTube videos on ramen and how they make it over in Japan and, and information like I in uh, Mrs. Bu got me a, a ramen book I think for Christmas it had like the it is like it's comic book form but it's like the history of ramen and then also has a bunch of ramen recipes but that's actually how it's done like they they boil the noodles separately they boil the broth separately yep you throw the you drain the noodles throw the broth over it, throw all kinds of fun stuff in it. Like that's kind of the cool thing about ramen is you can add whatever you want to it. Yep. yep. As long as you've got noodles and broth, it doesn't matter what else you add to it. It's, yeah, it's ramen. The, but the cheap old noodles, that's the best kind to use. Yeah. If you're making it. Works. It works. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually uh, slowly adding to the, um, the stores downstairs to start making ramen at home because I want to nice. see how hard that would be. Uh, you, I need a few more things because you, yeah, you, uh, I, I probably could just cheap out and, and use the instant ramen um, just to get started, but eventually maybe boiling my own, but we'll see. Um, Game-wise, uh, still tons of Final Fantasy XIV. It's just, it, it, it's definitely got a better hold of me, this expansion, than it has in the past, and we're about to get a patch. Um, so, um, and there's all kinds of stuff starting tomorrow. <laughs> yes. So, um, 
As so, I think yeah, I've all highlighted in the notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in, in a bit. But yeah, it's it's gotten my attention. Um, I have uh, delved back into Cyberpunk um, 2077. They had a big patch, 1.5, I believe. Yep. <clears throat> they fixed a lot of stuff. They they also finally gave everyone the next-gen console version that everyone's been waiting for. So, you know, it's get full power. I haven't tried that out yet, but... Yeah, I might poke it a little later, but just you know, seeing the new stuff they've added, and it's it's definitely a lot smoother game. Yeah, every now and then you'll see like a little bit of weirdness, but yeah, it's never enough to really be that big of a deal. And it's just like the the driving was improved. Um, I got one of my favorite cars again because I, I created a second character um, just because I wanted to see the other side of things and and try a different um, life story. Because you can start off as either a corpo or you can start off as a nomad, which is you know someone that came from out in the, you know, the desert and sensorly right. or a st- street kid. Yeah. And so I've done the corpo and so I'm doing a nomad right now. Okay. So, but, um, but yeah, I got uh, my favorite car in the game, which is this, this little rough and tumbled car that goes, you know, one of the fastest speeds in the game and Thanks. just zipping around in that thing is, is a lot of fun. They've definitely tweaked the uh, driving engine um, to feel a little nicer but oh, you get into a, a a van or any kind of boat car, that thing <laughs> fishtails. It's it, but it's realistic because you shouldn't be driving it the way you're driving it. Right, <laughs> but, right, right. But it's like, whoa, whoa, we're we're fishtailing here. Okay, okay, let's see, let's see if we can not flip over. But uh, quit trying to Ocean's Eleven down the van. Yeah, yep. But um, yeah, no, it's it's still a, a great game. Um, it's uh, I'm glad that they've been putting more time into it. A lot of these games coming back, you know, uh, and sticking with it and, and trying to make it a better game. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Fallout 76 was another good example of that. Uh, Destiny is another example of where things got real quiet for a while and they kind of, you know, disappeared for a while, came back strong and like, here's our stuff. Like, oh, okay, you've been working on some stuff. Good. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's probably been the extent um, and enough out of me. So why don't we dig into what we're here for and talk about this week's news. AIE News. And our biggest news for this week will be the AIE Con 2022 will be taking place the weekend of March 19th and 20th, which is next weekend. Next weekend. Yep. Uh, we will kick off the weekend with the AIE Town Hall at 1 p.m. Eastern. All about the time zones. On the yep. 19th. And follow up with sessions for board games, D&D, casual games, and end the weekend with an epic podcast with hosts from various AIE-adjacent shows. Hmm, I wonder who might be on the there. Yeah, yeah. For the full sc- lots of folks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lots of people we are familiar with. Uh, if you want the full schedule, um, check out AIE Discord. Uh, Max has helpfully p- posted it all over the place. Like, you can't miss it. If you're missing it somehow, what are you doing? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we're but, doing... Uh, we're also doing a panel on how to podcast on, I think, Friday night or Saturday night. Um, Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. Saturday night, 8 p.m. We're going to be talking to everybody about, you know, the different programs to use, what to do, how to get an RSS feed. What is an RSS feed? Do you need a good microphone or can you just use your headset microphone? All of those things. Right. Um, you don't need this. You don't. No. <laughs> it's no. This is fine. This is this thing's here fine. Yep. But yeah, lots it's of good information well. coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's yeah. Got my. Oh. Yeah, it's one of these puppies here. But 
if if I can make it to the our the uh, fun podcast, I might try to show off if I'm part of that. But um, but uh, yeah, why don't we go ahead and look into what we were talking about earlier and uh, get into the mandatory fun nights where the fun is mandatory, but attendance is not. So I was thinking it might be easier just to tell you what nights Final Fantasy is not on. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> I was just counting. They're they are doing something five nights out of seven. Mm-hmm. But wow. uh, they, they yeah. are doing fun mandatory fun stuff more often than I play D and D or any RPG, and that's saying something. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But uh, Sundays, uh, you've already missed the two p.m. Eastern WoW Classic group, uh, but maybe you can catch them next Sunday. But 12 minutes ago, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, STO started their night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And then tomorrow, Guild Wars 2 at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. That's Mondays, of course. Um, They've been pretty busy because of their latest expansion, uh, something to do with dragons and neighing. Was it neighing? Neighing? Then we'll follow up on Tuesday with Swotor doing fun things at 9 p.m. Eastern or 8 p.m. max time. And then a little bit after that, we have Final Fantasy XIV casual rating at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. The next day, Wednesday, we have Final Fantasy XIV again doing a fun night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And then guess what? Thursday, Final (laughs) Fantasy XIV progression rating at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And then guess what? No, it's ESO this time on Friday, yep. 9 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> Always a good time. But right after that, Final Fantasy XIV, late night fun night <laughs> at 11 p.m. Eastern. And yeah, yeah. But then Saturday, Lost Ark. What? Has, no. has joined the fun night rotation. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yep. Yep. They are Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. But if you're more into Lord of the Rings... They're starting their fun at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. But then, of course, we have Final Fantasy XIV, Map no. Night, yep. at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Very popular night. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm always seeing really fun uh, screenshots from... They, they seem like a lucky bunch. They get to the, the last room a lot. I am I am surprised. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Except if I join. I'm bad luck, so... You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it is, love. Yeah, that's how it works. And, of course... Saturday night at 11 p.m. Eastern, we have the new braid in WoW. Um, always uh, well attended. Um, quite a fun bunch ringing through all the fun things and usually f- following Dan Kinney off of cliffs if they can. Well, that's Denny. Yep. So, where are we, we're going to be sticking a, a spot on Tuesday, sound like, for Destiny 2. Yeah. So it's, we'll see. It, yeah. It, it's looking that way. If, if, if Tuesdays end up being the day, I'll, I'll confirm it. But I want to give it a couple more weeks just to see if people are around. If not, it'll be a weekend day. Um, awesome. I mean, a weekend night. Yeah. Maybe Saturday. <laughs> Very busy Saturday. Yeah. Very busy. Somewhere in there. I, uh, maybe I'm looking here. I don't know, like 7 o'clock. <laughs> I just, I, I just want to know, does, does Abo run all of those no. events? He does not. No, no, no. Because no, 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 no. no. he isn't no, the the game director doesn't have to be involved in in oh, any or all of those. Is, a lot yeah. of those are run. I mean, Map Nights is usually run by. Um, God, my brain just flew out the window. Somebody that's not Zoot? Apple. No, Zoot Zoot does the stuff on Friday nights. Usually the mountain. That's runs. right. Yeah, that's that's why I'm getting his name mixed up. Yeah, yeah. no, it's 
there's a lot of people involved. It's, it's um, but uh, but yeah, he's he's got two kids and and lots of busy work to keep him busy. Yeah, but, oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, and and that's just a reminder. Like anyone, you don't have to be an officer. You don't have to be well, you know the the leader of of, of the guild. You, anyone can run an event, and then you can tell us that you're doing it, and we will gladly tell everyone else that you're doing it. Make sure you know. Yeah, definitely. Kelsier runs. Kelsier. Yep. Yes, Kelsier. Awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, we're we're very we're a very very busy group. Lots of things going on. Oh yeah. All right, and speaking of stuff going on, we have streaming streaming or streaming and guild podcast news. So Escape Podcast 417, Legacy of the Spoilers. Time's up. Embargo on spoilers is lifted. Max and Sima talk about the 7.0 storyline. And in Working Class Nerds, yeah, we know those people. Uh, episode 144, Dorito Saves the Day. Marcus and Nick sit down with Doritos, a friend of the show and the nerd community. Uh, nerd community super member. They talk about the new Kenobi trailer. Oh my god, I need a cigarette after that. I've never smoked. Uh, criticize Dotor's <laughs> 7.0 expansion and talk about Nick's new love life. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy. I didn't, that, I didn't know that made it there. <laughs> hey, Nick was the one that put it in there. Oh, by the way, not safe for work. Work oh, or oh. children or <laughs> yes. anything where Oy. you might have to explain it. Um, I mean, it's slightly less, slightly more safe than listening to some of the Jonathan Colton tracks at work when you don't realize that your your stuff's not plugged in all the way and your boss is hearing someone's like, "Oh, that sounds like a lovely folk song." I'm like, "No, it's not." Uh, <laughs> nope. It's only it's only May first. You have to worry about that. It's uh, otherwise you're fine. Oh, there's no, some no, others. I didn't realize that. It wasn't plugged in all the way, and yeah, my boss was like, "Oh, that sounds lovely." I'm like, no, 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 it's um, not. No, nope, it's not. Nope, nope. Um, all right, and in fleet action report, uh, Nicodus new player challenge challenge level thirteen through nineteen. Uh, Nicodus and his daughter are running their new KDF recruitments all the way to level nineteen. Oh, that's fun. Yep. I and look forward to the days that I get to play with my kids. Oh it's yeah, it's amazing. Oh my it's, gosh, it's, it's so great. cool. It is. Yeah, my kids. My kids playing Minecraft in the other room right now, and he's not even <laughs> seven yet. Yeah. Yep. Um. Our, I'm pretty sure ours is as well. <laughs> yes. Very possible. All right. In Nomad's news, if you are playing Elden Ring, add AIE Guild to your group passwords and enjoy whatever that adds to the game. Thanks, Jedi. <laughs> it, 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 it adds to your death counter. Yeah. Oh, does it? Oh, fun. Yeah. Ah, and in WoW news, AIE raid teams are chomping their way through the newly released Sepulchre of the First Ones. Kitty Aggro down 7 of 11 bosses on normal difficulty, and one boss, aka the Pokeball, on heroic. Go team! Hell froze over, the Alliance side team defeated 3 bosses on normal, while behind the curve and filthy casuals are at 2 of 11 bosses. Our teams are recruiting, so if anyone's interested, check the Discord, the raid recruitment channel, or the raid team news channel. And next week, as part of AIE Con 2022, Tail will be leading a trial of, trial of style runs on Sunday, March 20th. Twice a year event is a chance to show off your favorite fashions while judging everyone else's look. Oh, I do that all the time. Oh, not that kind of judging? No. Okay. Family friendly. We're nice people. <laughs> yes. Such nice people. Yeah. Such nice people. Rip that guy. Uh, in WoW Classic, we have a small group that gets together on most Wednesday nights. I have to change the uh, 
uh, mandatory fun nights, and sometimes Sundays, uh, to knock out group quests and or do dungeons. AIE in the Burning Crusade on Mankirk is a quiet place to be in a nice server. If that sounds good to you, you'd like to level up and get ready for Wrath, because of course that's coming. Yep. We, we yep. have bags in the guild bank for you, which... Yep. I wonder if they'll just stop there or what, because Wrath was the pinnacle of classic. So, yeah, well, I mean, you have to because Cataclysm is what changed everything and was what led to the demand for classic servers. Mm -hmm. So, right, right, they've got to. I mean, then you're running four live games. You're running classic, Burning Mm -hmm. Crusade, Wrath, Mm -hmm. and Retail. That's crazy. You're splitting your player base four ways. Yeah. So. I don't, I don't know. know. Give me, I, give me a never... SOTOR one to fifty server. I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking <No>. of <laughs> in SOTOR in, in SWOTOR news, one of our operations teams, Taco, has room for one full time DPS. They run on the imp side, which is the best side, on Sunday nights, <laughs> eight thirty p.m. <laughs> Eastern. No experience or gear required, but you must wear pants. Yes. No. Yeah. Our other operation teams are full, but frequently need fill ins. And when they mean frequently, they mean all the time. Yep. Did, did, do so you it, have to be wearing pants for those as yes. well? Yes. No. No. <laughs> cool. All right. Not required for the fill-ins. Okay, great. Uh, we have teams running on Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. It's always worth checking out on those nights to see if there are any openings. If you have a feel, the need for a little rating, or just ping the Discord yep. that says, hey, I'm available on Wednesday night if any rate uh, ops team needs help. I'm around and usually an officer will make sure they ping that raid leader to be able to say, Hey, this person wants to raid. Uh, We are still settling into the legacy of the Sith expansion with the new content story skips, gearing tracks and other new features. It's a lot to process, but you can get through the story in 41 minutes. Feel free (laughs) to ask questions in the Swordsword discord channel and join us on Tuesday nights where we make progress together. Um, Mal is planning to return of Friday night flashpoints, which happens the first Friday of every month. Um, Awesome. Yes. Yeah. It's a little shady in here all of a sudden. (laughs) No. Shade has been thrown. No. uh, (laughs) Listen, they say that there's a lot more coming out this year. Show, don't tell. Exactly. Exactly. Always. All right. It in ESO news. Uh, cool things the guild has been doing. Public dungeons, hunting world bosses, clearing time, clearing zones of time shards, trials. The last two weeks, they've bravely gone into the 12-person content with 10 to 11 people, and they were successful in killing both bosses and having fun. It's always fun when Kitty jumps off things. Yep. Um, if you're interested in running dungeons for pledges, they have two dungeon groups that occasionally need some fill-ins. I don't know about pants. I know Kenny's a pain <laughs> on pants, though, so I'm pretty sure you don't actually have to be wearing them. <laughs> Check out the Undaunted Enclave channel and Discord for more information. Things that are planned are coming up for the guild. Trial on nights where they have 12 people or more for mandatory fun nights. Or we, we have 12 people online for mandatory fun nights. The new uh, DLC dungeon leading to High Isles comes out on March 14th. Ooh, pie! Mm-hmm. Uh, for PC, and they'll be grouping... Um, Grouping up to run them for MFNs the week they release. So, do they release their content for the PC first or consoles first? I PC think it's first. Console, 
no, it's, it's, it's PC, PC first and then, and then, yes. yeah. <clears throat> okay, settle in, everyone. <laughs> we let them write something again. <laughs> feel free to edit this down as, as you go. Yes. <laughs> I yes. didn't just need you. So, uh, if you can't tell, Aboas sent us a uh, critting paragraph of text. Um, as long so, as I am tall. Yeah. So, let's go ahead and get started. Um, the Final Fantasy XIV chapter has a lot going on, as, you know, paragraph show. Um, first off, um, uh, there any of any of the suspensions have finally been lifted, including buying the new game. I believe the trial has also been uh, yes. brought back. Yep. So I have noticed a little bit of of queuing, but not that bad. It's like ten people, no big deal. Yeah. Um, Ma- yes, so- Marcus. The the game was so popular, and they were so hardware constrained that they actually had to stop people from buying the game. What? To yes. reduce their login queues so the people that currently own the game could actually get into the game to play it because they can't get new hardware fast enough, no matter how much they're willing to pay, due yes. to the microprocessor shortage. So and they, they, they literally well had to stop no. selling their game <laughs> and close off a free trial because mm-hmm. the game was so popular. Can you, yeah, because wow. yeah. essentially, like if you're a trial player, like you were put back to, at the back of the line. There was never a time that they ever got to the front of the line. Yeah. So they finally said, okay, we just need to turn it off because you guys aren't getting it anyway. Yep. So, uh, so yeah. And then they said, okay, please, please stop giving us money. No, no, please stop giving us money. We have, we have enough. In fact, none of this money is getting us anything new. So just stop because <laughs> they couldn't find servers anywhere. But, uh, but yeah, um, it's finally back to somewhat normal, which I'm sure that's going to change right back soon. Um, yeah, but they did do it. Drops. They did do another big maintenance on Tuesday that they said it was a hardware maintenance. They did some more hardware tweaks. Um, so they're hoping that they can handle what's coming. But yeah, we've got stuff happening starting tomorrow and another big patch coming, which is probably going to bring people back. And it's going to be a big patch because the thing about this expansion is that essentially everything about it came in 6.0. Like they said that that's the end of the story, like poof, done. So 6.1 is now going to be a whole new story. Yep. Like 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 overarching like big MSQ story starting with six point one, so um, not to mention they're also about to open up uh, world visits. Yep, which is going to be interesting. So anyone <laughs> can visit anyone anywhere. Yep. Yeah, crazy um, times. Just fair warning about that. Once you're in the queue to transfer it, you're going, and yeah. it's not quick. So it's like, I think I was seeing. They were testing some stuff, and it was like 30 minutes to transfer from one data center to another data center because it's a full copy of your character out of one data center to another mm-hmm. data center, and then you're there. And if you want to go back 30 it's minutes full- because it's a full transfer of your character, your character, yep. you know, it's a full move. It's not just yeah. a copy. Yeah, they don't, they don't have a centralized database. They have databases for each data um, center. Data center, yeah. Yeah. So – not easy. Nope. Anyway, back to our news. Um, starting tomorrow is Little Ladies' Day. Um, you'll get a neat little crown if you finish what's going on there. Um, and um, also, um, is do we talk about the the Moogle tombstones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a little that's further down for. Uh, but uh, if you're looking for the little ladies, go to Ulda. That's usually where it starts. Um, uh, let's see here. Trying to skim through. Find, uh, if if you want any of the uh, Old rewards from little ladies, you can get a Lone Stone, and, and they usually have them for sale uh, around then. Um, starting, yep, starting tomorrow as well, or 
Tuesday. The 14th. Tuesday's yeah. not the 14th. Tuesday's not the 14th. No, no Monday's Tuesday's, the 14th. Yeah. Yeah. So, because I think it's tomorrow. Um, Monday yeah. is the, is also the Mughal treasure trove. Um, you'll get the irregular tombstones, which can only be used for the Mughals. Um, and you'll, there's uh, another selection of, of mounts, um, usually one uh, exclusive item, sometimes two. But uh, for those that uh, have a hard time getting those raid mounts, um, this is your easy way of doing it. And you can just spam Praetorium before it gets Nerf. whittled down to nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, that's, that's what a lot of people do. There's no easy, uh, blue mage, uh, uh, way of doing it this time around. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so a lot of people will be running Praetorium and, uh, that will run until the patch 6.1, which is on the horizon. Uh, there's no exact date, but it is scheduled for mid April. Um, so somewhere around there, they're usually pretty good about keeping that, especially after they've adjusted their development times. Right. Uh, there's going to be all kinds of new things, which is a brand new MSQ, um, new dungeons, trials, and now beast tribes are being called uh, tribes. trials. Tribes, yeah, yep, tribes. Just tribes. So just 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 tribal stuff, tribal thing, tribal this, tribal that, because they yep. they don't like calling them beasts anymore. Especially, well, I, I can't say much more than that. Yeah, it's um, a spoiler for the story, yeah. but there's a yeah. reason why they are not. not it's not yes. just a politically correct thing. It's actually an important story beat. There's yes. a reason why. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And everyone's favorite, very out of character character, Hildebrand, is finally coming back. Um, yeah. If you an expansion behind. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they couldn't figure it out like they well for, well. There's two reasons. One, they say that they they only do Hildebrand if they feel it. Like right. they they don't they don't right. fa- they don't feel, force Hildebrand. Hildebrand is when they have fun with with the game. Yeah. Uh, and they weren't feeling it in two. It was going to be hard to explain how he got over to the what's going the on and yeah. yeah over in in Shadowlands. So um, <laughs> so but the, apparently they figured it out. So we're going to be seeing more of him. Awesome. Um, there will be a new ultimate trial, uh, which I'm guessing is going to be dragon related. Probably. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, and of course, everyone's looking forward to improvements to the AR 2.0 quests, including. They're going to start uh, allowing um, a more uh, RPG-friendly uh, single-player dungeon ability. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've liked the trusts from Shadowbringers and also in um, Endwalker, they're going to bring trusts to all the old content. So that the, one of the things they figured that people coming to the game were getting weirded out about is, oh, I have to run a dungeon with 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 strangers now. Right, right. I actually really like this change. So when I was playing it, um, none of my friends were on. And I queued for a dungeon and I sat there for 30 minutes waiting. Mm -hmm. And I I was like, why can't I just go in here myself? Even if you give me, you know, in Swotor, it was a droid. Right. Or give me some like fake AI companion and let me go through it. You know what I mean? Right, right. So I think that that might be the thing that pulls me back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's because I have loved the trusts, especially if you're running a DPS character. You don't have to sit there for half an hour waiting for the queue anymore. Um, although they have improved because of the, the the two new things, or really the 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 big thing. There's a new healer, and they're focusing on the new tank. So f- because of that, DPS queues have is, is significantly dropped. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah, no, having the trust is going to be awesome for AR. I think we're going to see a lot of people coming coming in, coming back, um, and just smoothly going through because you don't have to 
um, you know, wait for cues. You don't have to worry because a lot of people are, don't want to go into a, a dungeon with strangers. They would rather go with their friends. The friends may not always be available. Well, yeah. now you got your virtual friends. No big deal. Right. And it's a whole new story. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, and let's see. There's a lot more p- patch content coming, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just have to drag Abo on and have him. Get, we'll his arm. Well, he, Fine. no, he did ask when the next one is. Oh, yeah, 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 no. And I think our next one after next week, which is the podcast spectacular, will be the it's 10th th- of April. In, in, yeah, in three weeks. Oh, no. oh. Yeah, I know. We'll figure that out. We'll figure that out because that's a someone's birthday. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Alrighty. And FC dues, uh, they are, of course, you know, as the mandatory fun night shows, running multiple events over the week. Um, it's easier to find a night that they're not running things. In fact, they're probably running things anyway. They just haven't told us. Yep. Um, but uh, map nights is always the busiest. That's Saturday, nine, Saturday nights at 930. Um, there's room still, and like there's there's never a sh- like they can make more groups. That's that's never been a problem. Um, it is casual, fun uh, content with really good re- rewards. Like it is well worth your time going into the treasure stuff. Um, we do ask that you have completed the MSQ or at least unlocked the zones because if you're doing Endwalker stuff, you want the Endwalker zones unlocked. Um, but if you if they're doing the Shadowwalker maps, then you just need Shadowwalkers unlocked. No big deal. Um, flying is also very useful, but you know they can probably get you on a mount if need be. Um, you do not need to bring your own treasure maps, um, but uh, they're appreciated if you do. They're not really that hard to get. I mean, no. especially the and Walker ones are are dirt cheap now. Yeah, like I want to say they're they're less than ten thousand gil. Um, and if you have a gathering profession, you can get them for free every day. You can get one a day, um, and uh, so that's that's an easy way of getting those. Um, they'll be working on the Coomberskin maps uh this week sounds like um so uh, they're hoping that they'll get uh lots of portals there uh and they've got buffs coming and uh remember that uh, discord is the best way to get a hold of people there um you know the the uh, fc chat might be quiet but there's usually plenty of people running around doing doing dungeons and all kinds of crazy things so hit them up in discord um there's plenty of channels to talk into awesome and in sto news the fleet's making another big step t- uh forward as the fabricator is upgrading to tier five this is the final project for the engineering branch of the starbase science branch is close is close closing in on being able to unlock its final tier five project as well and that'll make all sections of the starbase at max level tier five the colony is still moving along nicely with its projects sto started red alert event but as this is a short event, it's likely to have an announcement of the next event soon, TM, probably this week. Um, there's a there's a Fleet Fun Night on Thursdays at 11 p.m. Eastern. Nicodus and Grebog have host the Fleet Action Report live at twitch.tv slash Grebog every Monday at 11 p.m. Eastern. This next Monday, they'll be checking back in with new character challenges that they've been running. All right, and in Guild Wars 2, End of Dragons is here. End of Walkers, End of Dragons. Anyway, we unlocked the <laughs> Cantha Guild Hall this week, and we need your help to upgrade and decorate it. We're looking for people that want to make the Guild Hall a home by decorating it, and we need help acquiring the materials to upgrade the hall. Currently, we're working on upgrading the tavern, which will allow us to have a better guild-wide buff. We're also in need of empty kegs or the materials to craft them. See pinned post in Discord. 
You also need bottles of Elonian wine or the gold to purchase them, and lots of elderwood planks, mithril bars, and various leather squares. Jedi will be looking at getting strikes going once more as people get through the story. Mandy, mandatory fun nights are on Mondays, and dungeons and more happen monthly. Antha looks gorgeous, and from what I understand, yeah. um, it's a revisit, because apparently it was also in Guild Wars 1. So if you played Guild Wars 1, you were probably familiar with that area already. Over in Lord of the Rings Online, uh, Tier 3 of the new raid has arrived in the latest patch. A producer's lever- letter is expected to be published this week. The Spring Festival returns on March 17th and runs through April 6th. The Spring Festival will bring a new pet and some housing decorations, uh, so come join them for fun in the, the maze in Breland. There are some fun things in the works for the kinship, so stay tuned for some upcoming fun. All right, and in Lost Ark news, Lost Ark enters its second month of release. A continues to have a strong participation within the community, with over 50 members logging in nearly each day, playing characters across four guilds on the NA Eastern Regulus server. Some members already have achieved tier three content and gear uh, between new players and veteran alts. There's, there are daily groups running through daily and weekly uh, content such as chaos and abyssal dungeons, as well as the guardian raids uh, beginning next weekend on Saturday from 8 PM to, to uh, midnight Eastern. They'll be hosting weekly fun nights with a focus on adventure to- tome zone completions. You don't need to show up at 8 or go until midnight. It's just a general window of time when the most might be on. will be on. Explore the world and collect rewards. As always, if you have questions or wish to join the AIE Lost Ark, um, visit the Discord server for Lost Ark and hop, or hop into voice, cha- voice comms. The usual crew is happy to help and, and answer any questions that you might have. And I, I must say... A chaos dungeon is chaos to watch. I've really? I've watched it uh, streaming. Yeah, it's like it's like a thirty people running through that dungeon and just destroying everything that they come across. <laughs> <laughs> it it really is chaos. It's a chaotic dungeon, so it's it's well named. All right, so we've definitely had a lot to say, but we want to see what Marcus has to say about what's going on in Destiny Two. So why don't you let us know? Before I start, can I ask what's in the guild kitchen? <laughs> so there's pretzel brownies. So there's uh, brownies with dark chocolate, pretzel crust, caramel sauce on them. They're really delicious. I made them Friday night. Yep, and it's homemade um, caramel sauce. It's not yeah, homemade caramel sauce. <laughs> um, there's going to be a chicken salad veronique later, um, and then tomorrow I'm probably going to be baking some bread because Ted's mom's coming over. Yep. Um, so that's going to be um. Chicken with 40 cloves, homemade bread, roasted potatoes and Brussels sprouts. And then I think I'm going to do a lemon souffle for dessert. Nice. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just had roast chicken and honey carrots and some mashed potatoes. Today. Oh, dude. That that's an awesome meal. <laughs> no, yeah, it, is. it sure is. But oh, the lemon souffle got me. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, you know, food's my love language. And I like anything French. Yeah. I hear you. So. Let's talk Destiny 2. So, yes. like I said, five months ago or so, I really started playing it four or five months ago. I played it about a year ago, but I found that, like any other MMO-style game, it it didn't catch my thing because I was in a content lull, right? right? There was plenty for me to do. But I feel like even if you're playing a game that you have so much to do, that there's a content lull, I feel like the excitement isn't there. And I'm a right. pretty excitable guy. So... 
Um, I started playing it, like I said, and I was just dabbling and I started to fall in love with it. And then I found out that this, the witch queen, which is their next expansion actually was delayed three months. They said it just wasn't ready. They needed more time. And I, at that point I was like, Oh, whatever. You know what I mean? And (laughs) so I really started to dive into it. And then I started playing it like crazy. And I said to myself, it's going to be perfect. We're the Spotor expansions coming out in December. The witch queen comes out in February. It's going to work out perfect. (laughs) And it was a week between them. And I said, like any expansion day, I said, you know what? On expansion day for SWOTOR, I'm not playing it because Destiny's getting a Witch Queen um, last seasonal mission. And I'm going to wait till the next day to play SWOTOR just in case it was game-breaking bugs. Max, you still owe me one credit. (laughs) Um, So so going with that, the, the way Destiny does their seasonal content really keeps you engaged. Or it's like a season pass. Um, every week there's a new mission, there's always mm-hmm. new rewards, and it really keeps people constantly playing the game. It may not be a seven day a week game, but people are constantly playing it. And with the Witch Queen, it's taken that next step into a real expansion. Um, the Witch Queen campaign and content, they came out with two modes for the campaign, which was your typical run-of-the-mill normal mode and then if you wanted to on day one of the expansion you could test your skills and this was really for veteran players to do the legendary campaign and the legendary campaign was really hard Mm -hmm. i could not do it alone and the way they did the legendary campaign is it scales difficulty so you can have up to three people but if you add one person you get more um more enemies, more hits. The enemies become more bullet sponge. Well, if you have three, a full fire team, as mm-hmm. awesome as it is, the enemies just become pure bullet sponges. Yeah. And the, believe it or not, they say that one to two people, either solo or with a friend, was the best way to play the legendary campaign. And the way they storytell is amazing because it's a linear story. It's not like um Swotor where you have your, you know, your your decision choices on what you're gonna say. It's all the same story going through, but oh my God. And you feel like the ups and the downs and the trickery and like the twists at the end. And I don't know about you guys, but I fall in love with the game because of the graphics. Mm-hmm. This game is beautiful. When I say it's beautiful, every like I'm not a game developer. I don't try to be, but let me tell you, I don't know how long it takes people to make these type of environments because I'm used to seeing SWOTOR or WoW or Guild Wars or anything like that because those games do not look like this. Um, They introduced a whole new world. You can like a whole new world you can explore, which is Savathun's throne world, which is beautiful where you have your lost sectors and all these things Um, to be able to do patrols, public events. Like I never really understood public events, but it's a pretty cool experience when you go to a planet 
and you click this button and then all of a sudden two minutes later, this public event comes and you're all alone getting your butt kicked. And all of a sudden you turn around <laughs> and there's like 30 other the real Calvary. Yes. 30 other players show up and you guys are all doing it together. Mm-hmm. I really like that type of content. Um, I would say the downside to the game is it's really a three person game because it's a three person fire team, unless you do a raid, which is six, or if you do the gambit, which is, um, it's like PVP and PVE mixed, but that's a four player. But not only did you get the campaign and mind you, I streamed for 11 hours straight on day one of the expansion. We did not finish the campaign. Nope. That's amazing to me. Now that's like final fantasy 14. In my opinion, if I'm comparing (laughs) it to anything, that's like a final fantasy 14 thing, even though final fantasy 14's campaigns are like 80 hours. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that I was so ingrained in it and I'm still playing the game and I haven't even done half of the stuff that needs to be done in this expansion. They gave a new weapon. It's called the glaive where it, it's a cross between a spear and a gun and a shield. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so you can, yes. You're telling you us can shoot that. with the, yes, you can shoot people with it. You can melee somebody with it, or you can have a shield. The nice part about the melee is it doesn't use ammo. So it's almost like just a regular melee, like you're knifing somebody or punching somebody if you're a Titan. So it's it's like having a a sword, but you don't need to have the charges to use the sword. That's correct. And so it makes it more useful and it has a shield so you can actually block enemies. It's actually really cool. Um, But the nice part is you get um, you get at least you get to craft a uh, what the first glaive you get in during the campaign. And speaking of crafting, they introduced weapon crafting and I think they did it pretty well where you, but it's like any other crafting, you grind out some materials, you get to upgrade and make the weapons that you want with the perks that you want. And of course you can upgrade this glaive to the exact builds you want it to be, which for me, I think it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, Believe it or not, there was a, a mod you could get in the game. And when I did the legendary campaign, um, one of the play the clan members that I played with Ven, he would, he had a suppressing mod on it. So all of these, the big bad bosses, he could suppress them for like six or seven seconds with the glaive. So you, it couldn't do anything. It was just frozen in time and it would allow you to do extra damage to it so that they weren't damaging you. Um, but what's interesting to me about weapon crafting in a game like this, it never seemed like it needed weapon crafting. But now that it has it, I said, well, why haven't they had this all along? You know, and I'm I'm blown away. And in Swotor, Zen, I'm sorry. Other than with the day Zen cornered me into a wall and told me to make some things for conquest and never did it again. It, it crafting for me, just it's not my cup of tea, but in this game, it's like, well, I really want this gun with this roll on it. Right. Because when I shoot somebody there, they explode. If I get a headshot for <laughs> me, that's, that's what intrigues me to do it. Yeah. And then the in customizable the game, have, pieces right. of it. Yeah. Yes. And then, um, each guardian has uh, uh, four different types of supers. 
uh, their solar arc void in uh, stasis, which is probably it's like your special move or your Dragon Ball Z moves, right? And they're starting the 3.0 upgrade. And the first one that was released was void. And they really cleaned up the UI, made it really easy to understand drop down menus to pick what type of grenade or what super move you want and all these things. It's just, it's upgrading the UI, but not a high contrast UI, just (laughs) a quality made UI. Right. Um, They changed the way gambit and the way gambit is, it's a four versus four player versus environment, but the other team can invade your side and come and try to kill you. So that's where the PVP mixes in. Mm -hmm. Well, they kind of broke this game mode because when you go through the game mode, there's a final boss. It's called the prime evil. And when an invader comes in another player and he kills somebody, it regenerates 25% of the boss's health. And It's been brutal. So yeah. you'll be almost done with the game and somebody will invade you and kill two people. And now the boss is almost at full health and it's like you're starting over again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They've done some more exotics. Uh, the new expansion has 14 new exotics, six armor pieces, five weapons, and three class-specific glaives, um, which are the sword, gun, shield things that we were talking about earlier. I mean, this is, it's crazy to me that this is what an expansion is because I, the game I played never had expansions like this. Right. Um, also too, they did, of course, like any other game, they had your balance changes. Nobody wants to hear about balance changes. What I did want to talk about, because we are really, truly a wow, a wow guild or uh, an MMO guild that raids. Mm Mm-hmm. They destiny does something called contest mode. (laughs) So the first day they release the raid and the new raid is called vow of the disciple. They do a world first race. Mm -hmm. So nobody has seen it. The servers update at noon. The, the raid is unlocked at 1 PM Eastern and you have 24 hours to beat this raid. And in 24 hours, you get a special emblem, a title. And if you're world first, they give you like WWF title belts with your name on it. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and yeah. if and they almost make it like um, like an esports. They have specific destiny um, devs that do their own show on Twitch. And they like scroll through all the different people playing this raid to see who's progressing the furthest. Um, but this year they had server issues. There was no server issues with launch. Um, but on the raid day, a lot of people were getting error coded and kicked to orbit during the event. So a lot of teams, you can imagine if you're going for world first, the frustration is if you're, you're, you kill a boss and it doesn't count and it kicks you to orbit and now you got to do it again. Yep. Yeah. You know, so what Bungie did was they extended the contest mode uh, for day one to almost two day rating, which was 48 hours. And contest mode. So if the all the enemies were, were, cat, were at 1550 gear level, 
but you were capped at 1530. So it's like you're going into a nightmare raid on day one. Every bullet hurts everybody. Yep. It's it's really crazy um, how it's really crazy how they do this. Mm. And I have some stats for you. (laughs) So hit us. So the vow of the disciple raid 48 hour stats. That's the Mm. contest mode that we were talking about. Let's break it down. Total players that entered the raid on day one was 546,616 players. Half a million. Half a million. Yes. Uh, Players that cleared the first is called acquisition. The players that cleared the first boss, 270,648. Players that cleared the second encounter, 131,550. So it's almost like half of half of that. Half players that cleared the third, 80,153. So little more than a little less than half. And then 32,621 players cleared the raid on day one. Oh. Yeah. It's crazy. My um, total enemies defeated 1 billion, five, Holy crap. 5 million, 850,547. Yeah. It's no okay, wonder the servers is- were overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. No, that's- well, yeah, they said that they had a million pre-orders for the expansion. Yeah. Pre-orders. That's yeah. impressive. Yes. So this is my favorite stat. Total guardian deaths. <laughs> there was 70,067,705 rip that guys. <laughs> and Marcus was responsible for half of them. No. Yes. <laughs> I, I And the um, total hours spent in Vow of the Disciple contest mode, which was the first 48 hours, 4,223,843 hours. Player hours, yeah. It's crazy. Player hours. Yes. That's a lot of people, but we have, you know, I would say we have like a, a strong three to four players. Um, we're always constantly looking for um, players to raid with because it's a six-person thing. Um six person team and master wabbit part of the clan. Um, he was, uh, he joined us and he was awesome. And then we had another fill in Melby 2016, um, at the 11th hour. And I was just happy to go in on day one and see what contest mode was and do it. (laughs) Um, because it's really sweet. The last thing is, um, from the raid day, 10 days, you have 10 days to clear the raid. And if you do, you can get the, um, it's, uh, there's a raid jacket. So basically if you clear the raid in the first 10 days, I posted a link in the, uh, AIE podcast discord. If you click on it and scroll down, you'll see this jacket. If you clear it the first 10 days, obviously you have to pay for it, but you can get, you earn that jacket you pre-order it. It doesn't, you don't get it for like six months, but it's a real jacket. Yeah. It's a real jacket. And and the only people in the whole world that are going to have it is the players who cleared that raid in the first 10 minutes, which for me, like it's just one of those things that like, even if you don't want the jacket, you're like, that's the ugliest jacket ever. The fact that they do that for their players. That's awesome. Yes. 
Um, um, the page also has the WWE belt on it, which is very cool. Oh, yeah, there it is. And they put your player name on it and everything. And there's only going to be six of those belts. Yeah. Right. Wow. Um, it's crazy. And I, I like I always say, I love to talk. The last thing I'm going to say is the clan is really growing. Every day there's somebody new joining. Um, if you're new or you want to play Destiny, listen, I'm going to give you the sales pitch. It's free. The only thing it costs is hard drive space to start. You can do the first mission of the Witch Queen, and there's endless amount of content you can do as a free player without spending a dollar. And and this is the exact same thing I said to Nick. Worst case, Nick, is you hate it. You delete yeah. it off your hard drive. It costs you goose egg. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, but if you're interested, don't uh, don't hesitate to ping in the Destiny 2 channel discord ask for a clan invite but or just in our guardian app um the destiny 2 app you can apply there's clan chat that goes on constantly during the day so if you ever need anything just reach out to myself or anybody else and everybody in the clan is really willing to help um tonight i'm actually helping another clan uh clan member he's never done the campaign so we're gonna go do that after the uh podcast very cool. Nice. That yeah. is awesome. That yes. is what AIE is all about. Yes. Correct. Very yeah. much so. Any parting words there, Marcus? Anything you want to share with the AIE world? Yes. Guardian if, down. If, <laughs> if all this sounds fun to you, go to AIE-guild.org. The Discord link is the top right-hand corner. Smash that button. Get in the Discord. We play all of the games, and we... Would love to play with you. Sounds good. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that is our show for tonight. Huzzah. While, while the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Marcus for joining us and filling us in on what's going on in Destiny 2. Yes, thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, anything you want to plug Twitter or should we tell people find you in Discord? Uh, Twitch.tv slash MarcusB814. I stream Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. I will be live right after this. Um, yeah. And uh, Twitter is MarcusB814. Awesome. All right. If you have questions or comments for our show, you can email us at AIE Podcast. Podcast at AIE-Guild.org. How do you read? Uh, you can also follow <laughs> us on Twitter. The show is at the AIE Podcast. I'm sorry, just AIE Podcast. Wow. Three weeks away, and I don't know how to do this. You is at the Mucow. I am at Cyber Wave, and Ted is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday, sometimes every Sunday, sometimes in three Sundays. You know where to find that out, folks. Um, at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. If you're in Arizona, you do the math. Um, you can join the chat room and play with us on our website, aie-guild.org podcast-live-stream and our Discord server for chat is just look for a podcast um, under the AIE Discord server. If you're an AIE, you know where to find it. Yep. Uh, for past episodes, you can see them on our YouTube channel. Look, uh, Just go search for The AIE Podcast. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. And if we had any member segments in here, we would put them in. But we don't this week. But, again, if you 
have a member segment. You want to talk about your week in gaming. You want to talk about, uh, you know, a new game that's coming up. If you want to talk about anything gaming related, AI related, keep it 90 to 120 minutes, send it to us. We will include it. And the parting shot looks like Valheim just had a big content update. New world just had some fixes and Eve online is mining. Yay. (laughs) Yep. Hit them rocks. Next week, uh, we will do a wrap up for the AIE con. So until then, AIE, uh, this is Mucow. Makala. This is Tetsemi. And I'm Marcus. <laughs> yeah. And this has been the AIE podcast. Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.